Welcome to Nancy Wilson's Femina Podcast. This audio is brought to you by Canon Press. Before we get started, I wanted to recommend to you one of Nancy's books, True Companion, Thoughts on Being a Pastor's Wife. This book offers friendly, practical, and above all, Christ-centered wisdom on how to help your husband in his vocation, how to deal with the congregation at home, the kids, how much or how little a pastor's wife needs to be involved in the church, what sins tend to spring up in a pastor's home, how to deal with adversity from enemies or from friends, and a host of other issues. So if you're a pastor's wife, I can't recommend this book enough. Or if you know one, bless a pastor's wife with this book today. You can get it at canonpress.com. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thank you for joining me. I thought a good topic to discuss here would be wisdom. How do we attain wisdom? Where do we find it? And it turns out the Bible has quite a bit to say about these things. So here we go. And I think we'll probably need to spread it out over a couple of weeks. First, I'd like to just look at three Proverbs, and then we're going to move to several verses from Job. First of all, Proverbs 4-7, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. And then Proverbs 19-8, he who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. Proverbs 3.13, happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding. All right, so the first things we learn here are that this is of first importance. It's the principal thing. Wisdom is the principal thing. And our soul benefits greatly from wisdom. And when we're wise, when we lay hold of it, we're happy we're blessed, we're satisfied. So that is enough right there to see that we should be eager to find it, to get it, and to keep it. So the next question is, of course, where do we find it? So let's look at Job. He has a lot to say in chapter 28, starting at verse 12. He says in verse 12, but where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? So there's the question. And then listen to the answer in Well, we're going to cover quite a few verses here, starting with verse 13. Man does not know its value, nor is it found in the land of the living. The deep says, it is not in me, and the sea says, it is not with me. So I'm interjecting here. This is not scripture. (laughs) There's no place on earth where we can find it, in other words. There's no place you can travel. There's not a high mountain you can climb with some wise sage living in a cave who can give you wisdom? No, it's just, it's not in the land of the living. Then moving on to verse 15, it cannot be purchased for gold, nor can silver be weighed for its price. It cannot be valued in the gold of Ophir, in precious onyx or sapphire. Neither gold nor crystal can equal it, nor can it be exchanged for jewelry of fine gold. No mention shall be made of coral or quartz, for the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia cannot equal it, nor can it be valued in pure gold. All right, so nowhere on earth can it be found. It cannot be purchased for any price. And so where do we go from there? Continuing in Job, we'll see that he says 
wisdom is concealed from both the dead and the living. So the only possible source of wisdom is God. So picking up at verse 23, God understands its ways and he knows its place. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees under the whole heavens to establish a weight for the wind and apportion the waters by measure. When he made a law for the rain and a path for the thunderbolt, then he saw wisdom and declared it. He prepared it indeed. He searched it out. And then in verse 28, And to man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil, that is understanding. All right, so we have the question laid out to us. We have all the wrong answers laid out to us where we can't get it. And then we have the twofold answer of where we find it. First, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Fear God, that is wisdom. Proverbs 9.10, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. And just think of Proverbs 31.30, a woman that fears the Lord, she shall be praised. So fearing the Lord, that is wisdom. And secondly, to depart from evil, that is understanding. In Deuteronomy 4, 5 and 6, Moses tells the people to act according to all the statutes and judgments of the Lord and to be careful to observe them. And then he says, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the peoples who will hear all these statutes and say, surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. So here's your takeaway today. The more you fear God and do what he says, the wiser you will grow. Did you get that? (laughs) The more you fear God and do what he says, the wiser you will grow. Depart from evil. Stay away from sin. That is the essence of wisdom, to obey God. That is wisdom. And so that's what we need to concentrate on. What is it to fear the Lord? And we'll talk more about that. But fearing the Lord is to understand who he is. He is your maker and you do what he says. So an outgrowth, an immediate outgrowth of fearing God is to obey him. So think about that today. Are you obeying God in the big things, in the little things? Do you have sins to confess? Do you have things to put right? Are there things you know he wants you to do that you have been putting off or refusing to do for some reason? Do you want wisdom? Then fear God and obey him. And you'll be astounded at the clarity it gives you as you look at your situation, as you look at the world when you're right with him and obeying him and fearing him, the clarity it brings to you, the understanding and the insight and the wisdom. So that's what I've got for you today. Thank you for joining me and see you next week.